0: Are you looking for ways to be happier, healthier, more productive and more creative? Gretchen Rubin is the number 1 best-selling author of The Happiness Project, and every week she shares insights and practical solutions in the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. Gretchen's co-host and happiness guinea pig is her sister Elizabeth Craft, a Hollywood showrunner. Join Gretchen and Elizabeth as they reveal fresh insights from cutting-edge science, ancient wisdom, pop culture, and their own experiences about cultivating happiness and good habits. Every week, they offer a manageable try-this-at-home tip you can use to boost your happiness without spending a lot of time, energy, or money. Suggestions such as follow the one-minute rule, choose a one-word theme for the year, or design your summer. They also feature segments like Know Yourself Better, where they discuss questions like are you an overbuyer or underbuyer, a morning person or night person, Abundance lover or simplicity lover. And every episode includes a happiness hack. A quick, easy shortcut to more happiness. Listen and follow Happier with Gretchen Rubin an Odyssey Podcast. Available now, free on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Icons. Did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanten, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall, who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and All the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, I have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out uh, and also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max, and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I'm in such a good mood this week. I'm so excited because I have my very first actual real housewife as a guest. Now, I've had a lot of other wonderful guests in the past, but today... We have uh, the newest real housewife of New Jersey, Margaret Josephs, and she is lovely. She's the one, the uh, the pretty blonde with the pigtails, and she is so lovely. Her mom's played by Sia. <laughs> Her mom looks exactly like Sia if you watch the show. I mean, it's it's uncanny, really. And she's just, she's the best. She was so great. She chatted with me for a while. She gave me lots of good scoop. She gave me some, you know, a little tea on her castmates, and she was so fun, and you guys are going to love it. If you watch New Jersey, if you're a fan of The Housewives, I just know you're going to love it. And she's got a great business, too. If you haven't looked, she's got a company called The Macbeth Collection, and it's like kind of kitschy bags and clothing and stuff. It's really cute, though. Like, it's good stuff. So look it up and follow her online. Her Twitter handle is at Margaret Josephs, and she's great. I'll be tagging her and all this stuff and by the way follow me on social media too if you don't already on instagram that's where i'm mostly at it's at danny pellegrino instagram and twitter it's at danny pellegrino and on facebook it's at pellegrino danny and if you like this podcast please go rate and review it in the itunes store because it really would mean a lot for me and it'd help get the word out there and oh by the way we're gonna be on spotify <laughs> i say we're gonna be on spotify but i mean this show the show's gonna be on spotify soon and i can't wait it should be any day now and look, I know what a lot of you are thinking. You're thinking,
2: But you know what? You don't want So what? Who cares, right, Wendy? We don't care. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs>
0: look, Any excuse for me to play that clip of Joy Behar and Wendy Williams, I'm going to find it. And that was my end. <laughs> I just can't get enough of Joy Behar and Wendy Williams together saying, so what who cares
2: (laughs) but you know what you don't want so what who cares right wendy we don't care no nobody cares nobody cares
0: nobody cares nobody cares but you know what i know you guys do care about this podcast because we have margaret joseph's on how exciting is that so i'm gonna talk to margaret shortly and then afterwards i'll after the interview i'll break down real houses of dallas which finally concluded oh and you guys i have dallas scoop i have an exclusive Real Housewives of Dallas scoop that I'm going to share with you guys right now, and it has to do with one of my, if not my all-time favorite, Real Housewife, and it's Leanne Locken, Queen Leanne Locken. Now, if you'll recall on the podcast before, I've I've advocated that she join other shows. I actually said that she should take over for Joanna Gaines on Fixer Upper for HGTV, and on Twitter. After the last part of the reunion aired, I said that I'm devastated that Leanne Lockham is being taken off my TV screen as her season is ending. Where's her spinoff? Put her on Shark Tank or let her join Escape. You guys know Candy's group Escape. They have that spinoff show. So that's what I said on Twitter. Leanne responded. Are you guys ready? Is everyone sitting down for this? If you're driving, pull over. (laughs) Pull over to the side of the road because I'm going to need you stationary. While I read Leanne's response... I don't want any accidents, I don't want any, no drinking and driving, (laughs) no, really just pull over, sit down, whatever you have to do. So Leanne responded to this, and she said, totally think it would be awesome to do Lip Sync Battle UK or RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) How do we get Leanne locking on RuPaul's Drag Race? If any of you work for Logo, please let's put her on, either as a contestant or a judge. I don't care which, just let's get her on. VH one, logo, whatever you gotta do, let's get Leanne locking on RuPaul's Drag Race. Lip sync battle UK. Look, I don't know why Leanne wants to be on that version, but let's put her on it. Let's get her over overseas, put her on a plane and let's get her on Lip Sync Battle UK. I don't know why she doesn't want to be on Lip Sync Battle US. I, I'm it's really unclear, but frankly, I don't care. Whatever she wants, we're gonna give it to her. And I think we should get her on that plane. But anyway, we're gonna talk about Dallas. After the interview, I mean, that reunion was so good. I'm so sad it's over, but we're going to get to that. Uh, We had the OC finale. Atlanta is up and running. And I'm loving that Atlanta is breaking the fourth wall right now. I mean, they had Kenya talking to a producer about her marriage. And then last week we saw the drama between Portia and Nini was all because of Watch What Happens Live, which I love. I like that they're breaking down the fourth wall. I wish they would do it more because I feel like a lot of the behind the scenes stuff is better than what we're seeing on screen. That's what they should have done with Orange County. After they filmed Orange County, they should have just showed us more behind the scenes stuff because this season was, was trash. But, but we'll get to that. But
2: you know what? You know what? So what? Who cares, right, Wendy? We don't care. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares.
0: So we got so much Bravo stuff going on. And I feel overwhelmed. I don't know if, about you guys, but I feel overwhelmed with Bravo content. Now, of course, I'm not giving up any of it. I'm watching every last second until I'm blue in the face. But I'm having a hard time fitting it in because a lot of my time is booked up right now with the Hallmark Christmas channel. (laughs) So I know I know some of you watch the Hallmark channel because I've been posting a lot about it on my Instagram and Twitter, and so many of you are reaching out and telling me that you secretly love the Hallmark channel (laughs) this time of year. I'm shocked at how many maybe I shouldn't be shocked. I don't know if I should be shocked, but so many gay people, (laughs) so many gays, and so many women have reached out about their love of the Hallmark Channel. And right now, the programming on there is fantastic. It's all Christmas stuff all the time. And every movie stars Lacey Chabert. Every single one is about Lacey Chabert trying to save her store. And she's always trying to save her store, her business. The one, I think it was called Sweetest Christmas. She's like a, a gingerbread artist. and so she's like you know doing her gingerbread art and trying to enter this contest and the prize money was like twenty five thousand dollars for for her gingerbread art so it's always about saving the business and then falling in love with a boy these movies my enjoyment of them totally depends on the hotness level of the leading man i feel like they're all the exact same plot however what differentiates them is if the lead is more attractive in one movie versus the other So if, you know, if you work for Hallmark, I just would like to encourage you to please cast as best looking as you can, as good looking as you can, because I need a hot guy to look at and I just want to let it all wash over me. I mean, that's why I love this channel so much. I throw on my robe, which a lot of people have commented on Instagram asking what it is. It's a Pottery Barn women's robe. I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but just in case, it is a women's robe And yes, I love it. (laughs) It's dry clean only if you buy one. But I love to throw on my robe, pour a glass of wine, and literally just sit and watch that channel because you can kind of half pay attention. So I could be on my iPad, I could be on Twitter, I can do other things. And then it just totally relaxes me because it's so pretty to look at. It's Christmas music, Christmas decorations. That doesn't mean they're perfect, okay? I, I hate to complain about something I love so much, but there is one issue that I have with these Hallmark movies. And that is there's never... Any gay people in them i know hallmark is run by a lot of conservatives however i would just hope that we can get some more gay people in these movies in supporting roles i mean leading roles would be great (laughs) if you're cast hallmark if you're casting please please cast me in one i'd love to play a gay in a hallmark movie i'd love to be the first and i just think we need more because i know how many gays watch this channel if the gays are watching we just need to get in there let us co-star with lacey chabert I'd like to be doing a scene with Danica McKellar or uh, who else is in these Candace Cameron Beret is in all of these, who, by the way, there's a little scoop. So Candace Cameron Beret is like very known to be very conservative and she was on The View and her whole time on The View, her point of view was that she was this super religious conservative and they kind of painted her out to be very anti-gay. And so most people, I think, would assume that that's how she is in real life, but I've heard from people that have worked with her that she's not at all like that in real life, and she's friends with gay people. And and supposedly it's like a little bit of an act. You know, and she makes all her money this way, so I get it. But you know, the word on the street is that this is all an act for Candace Cameron Bure. However, on the flip side of that coin, her brother Kirk Cameron supposedly is just as crazy as he seems to me. <laughs> That's what I heard. I don't know. But I love these Hallmark movies, and I just want I want there to be more and I wanna be Entertained by some gays in them. And some minorities. I'd like to have some black people in these. I mean, why can't a trans person be trying to save their business by entering a gingerbread baking competition? I mean some Asians would be nice. Like any sort of minorities it'd be nice to get in these lovely Hallmark movies. Like I said, it's all dependent on the guys. There's there was one I watched called Marry Me at Christmas, and it had the hottest guy. His name's Trevor Donovan. I loved it. I mean, I loved it so much more than all the others because he was the most attractive man I've seen in one of these. Oh so yeah, watch that one. "Marry Me at Christmas." It's a good one. And speaking of hot guys, oh, you guys, we gotta talk about this. People Magazine released who the sexiest man alive is for 2017, and gosh, this is even hard to say out loud. They chose Blake Shelton. Oh, wow, I. This is tough to talk about. I don't. I don't think he should have won. I don't. Look, you can like Blake Shelton all you want do it if you like him i get it but even if you like him i don't think you can look at him and think he's the sexiest man alive that's just fake news there's so many other men i know chris hemsworth has already won but jamie dornan who plays christian gray on the 50 shades of gray movie movies he's never been the sexiest man alive idris elba never been the sexiest man alive blake shelton isn't even the sexiest man to be featured on a christina aguilera song I mean, Ricky Martin is. Has Ricky Martin been the sexiest man alive? What about uh, Luke Evans or, or Matt Bomer? Oh my God, Matt Bomer. I mean, there's just so many other men. Trevante Rhodes from, from Moonlight. I mean, he's stunning looking. Or did you guys see that movie Girls Trip? Who was that young man that, that Jada Pinkett, her love interest in that movie? I mean, he should be the sexiest man alive. Blake Shelton? And look, I'm a country, I like country music. I do. And I like Blake Shelton. He seems like a nice, a nice, fun guy. But we're talking sexiest man alive. <sighs> you guys, I don't know. It, it's, it hurts. It hurts. Who's choosing this? Who is the woman that is in charge of this, this choice? Granted, I mean, she has the weight of the world on her shoulders. <laughs> this is a tough call to make. She's got a, a big decision. A big decision on her shoulders. So, you know, for that, I sympathize. But she needs to choose better. She needs to do better. We've already elected one wrong person. I'd like to call on whoever made this decision to rethink things and, and maybe print a retraction. Choose one of the people I mentioned. Even if you have to go back in the well and choose someone that are, already has won this title in the past. There's no rule that says we can't have repeats. I think there's been a few that have repeated. So, you know, we could choose Channing Tatum again. We could choose Chris Hemsworth again. I don't know. When I saw that news, I was devastated. I was devastated. Okay, what else? I will have some recommendations after my interview, but I want to get to this interview because some of you might have just been tuning in for that. And I get it. You might have never listened to this podcast before. You might be tired of hearing me chat already. So I'm going to play the interview. Enjoy Margaret Josephs. If you can, go follow her on Twitter. Follow her on Instagram, at Margaret Josephs. Follow me, at Danny Pellegrino. Leave a review if you can. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Here's my interview with the lovely Margaret Josephs. Oh, and, and check out her stuff online at Macbeth Collection. Margaret, how are you?
1: I'm great, Danny. How are you?
0: I'm great. I'm so excited to talk to you. You're the first official housewife to be on my podcast. And I couldn't oh, be more thrilled.
1: <laughs> Listen, I love to be the first. Pop a cherry whenever I can.
0: Oh good. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> me too. Oh my oh, god. god. So how how has it been so far? How are you adjusting to all of this new spotlight?
1: You know what? It's been actually great. The fans have been amazing. Every, I've been so well-received. I'm very grateful. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of fun. You know, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly, but a lot of fun.
0: Now, how did you get cast?
1: Um, actually, you know, everyone says it's through Siggy. And actually, I did know Siggy before I went on, but it's through our good friend, Jody Goldberg. Okay. I always like to talk about her. She's a mutual friend between Siggy and myself. And, you know, they were looking for a new housewife. And Jody's friendly with Siggy, and she's the of fly tongue. And they had asked Jody to, um, who does she know around town? And I was actually approached in 2013, and I couldn't do it then. Uh, so Jody had brought up my name again. She spoke to the producers, and um, and they, you know, they wanted you to know someone on the show. Yeah. And it worked out just like that. So the producers had called me up, and I was cast for the show. It was great. You know, of course, I was connected to Siggy as yeah. well. Like, you know, I knew Siggy.
0: Sure. Did you know any of the other housewives um, peripherally in, in within New Jersey or, or did you ever run into any of the ladies at events or things like that?
1: I only really knew the na- ladies from shows, yeah. but actually now I know Kathy Wakili, even though she was on the show before, because we go to the same hairdresser. Oh,
0: <laughs> I love I miss Kathy. I liked Kathy a lot.
1: She's a doll. She's yeah, she a was, real she was sweet a Genuine, lovely woman.
0: Yeah. You know, I had. Did you watch the show before coming on? Yes, I did. I'm I friends did. with Greggy Bennett. I don't know if you know who Greggy is, but he's close with the Manzo Boys, and he was on the first few seasons quite a bit, I and mean, he's just, oh, yeah. he's lovely. He, no,
1: he's very cute. I, I've seen pictures of him. He's a little cutie.
0: Yes, yes. Now, I want to jump into all the Siggy stuff, right? Because okay. she seems a little unhinged, right? <laughs> like
1: I, I, I love that word, unhinged.
0: She, I mean, weird. and hey, here's the thing. Like, I don't want, I don't want to talk bad about Siggy, because I like Siggy, but Watching her this season, you can't help but not think she seems unhinged because, I mean, <laughs> what she's doing and everything she's, with the cake and everything and, and then making the big hoopla at the party and then at Melissa and Teresa's uh, the tasting last week. I mean, everything just seems a little a little off. So I just want to know, is there something more going on, like particularly in, in terms of the cake, that cake situation, which seems like Siggy can't really let go? Is there something th- else that we're missing?
1: No, I personally think that she um, does hold a grudge. She has a hard time moving on,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and she needs to be right and be vindicated. Um, I was, un- and I made fun of her. I make light of a lot of situations. I mm-hmm. find everything hysterical and entertaining. And I laugh at every single thing in my life. My family wants to shoot me half the time because I do that. <laughs> And I think that probably upset her even more. So it, And we all didn't take it seriously. Teresa, Melissa, myself, Danielle, we all found it funny about the cake. So I think that enraged her even more. So she couldn't move on. And she wanted other people to say that she is right. So I think when everybody wasn't saying she was right, that just inflamed the situation. So right. I think she had to when she embarrassed Melissa. She had to say it in front of a group of people of you know her friends who would say, "You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right." Yeah. But she just you know when you see this coming week's episode, you see how she calls me out in front of a group of people and says Margaret called me soggy flicker. I could take it. Oh my God, I find soggy it because <laughs> I called her soggy, yeah. and and you'll see this week's episode. Why it upsets her, and when she tells me why it upsets her, I, I haven't done it again after that it, it's very, I found it funny, but it, it yeah. was it, it's painful to her, and she takes everything to heart, and I'm not that person, but I think at the age of fifty you have to start to learn to take things lighter mm-hmm. and, and keep it light.
0: yeah, I have some fun and also by the way, I was just I was doing a little research I had some extra time before uh, before oh, chatting with you, and I went on her, uh, her Twitter, <laughs> and she's got all these claims that And this is, I don't even know if you know this, but she's like claiming on her Twitter that you, insinuating that you have these bots or you have made these fake accounts to go after her on Twitter, which also seems crazy. Yes,
1: Um, that's totally crazy. I have not one fake account, but actually everything that she does, um, I think she says someone else says, I don't have time. I have a real life. I have a business. I don't have, I never even knew about fake accounts. Um. Unfortunately, she is involved with some people who do have fake accounts, so I guess that's why she knows about fake accounts. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that you could have fake accounts. The show is, second, is the second part of my career and secondary to me, so I don't. I never took it that seriously. I don't obviously have as many Twitter fans as she does. Her fans went up 100,000 people from one day to the next, yeah, so I would call that fake in, accounts.
0: Yeah, we could read into that.
1: We can read into that. I... <laughs> Excuse me. I have a little cough, Danny. Please no, forgive okay. me.
0: No. I've had a little cold. I got a little I, cold, too. I'm a, I'm a little congested, too. So
1: Oh, I'm we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're 20. Exactly. Okay. I cannot. I am not into Twitter trolls. If anybody defends me, she calls it a fake account. I, I don't even go back at her on social media. I cannot take this outside of the Bravo sphere. I thought it was absolutely hilarious when I put up that feud picture. Mm-hmm. Of the two of us. I don't know if you saw it. I did. did. You see it, it? So it
0: was you the feud, the Ryan Murphy show feud. You you imposed your yes. f- faces on it. Yeah, it was hysterical. Yes, I
1: thought me as baby Jane. I mean, I made myself the uglier one granted, <laughs> you know, with the you know, with the blonde hair. I was uh, Betty Davis and she was great as Joan Crawford. She was insinuating I incited violence on her. I would never do that. <sighs> that was not inciting violence. It's a pop icon culture. I thought it was hilarious. She took it like I really wanted to push her down the stairs. People were saying that. Like, uh, well, what, and, I find, know,
0: what I find interesting is a lot of uh the vitriol from her seems to be on you and, and I'm not saying I don't understand some of it but at the same time it seems like it's not directed at any of the other ladies and so it's a little uh it's a little I don't know it's tough to watch I, it seems like it's all directed at you
1: it is it is tough to watch and I find but I'm very i strong I don't take things seriously I'm not exactly sure where it stems from I'm not, I believe that everybody can sparkle. You don't have to dull someone else's. I feel maybe she is, I don't know if it's threatened, jealous, whatever. She's a gorgeous girl. Yeah. She, I have no, I, you know, I'm yeah. not, we're not in a fucking beauty pageant. We're, <laughs> we're not, you know, we're all girl. we're all women together. I'm about empowering. Uh, and she just thinks I don't know. if She feels threatened or whatever. It is I don't feel that way. I find it extremely entertaining. I think we've been great for the season. The way it's the way it's you know unfolding. Yeah, I can't take it that seriously. The more she, the more she has a meltdown, the better it is for me. I guess. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> You're, right. You're right. Let people dig their own grave, right?
1: Yes. Yes. I just, I personally feel I can't take anything anybody does that seriously. When grown women cry about a cake and. And can lay down on the floor. If I ever did that, I think my family would run me over with a truck. I'm serious. <laughs> they would be so mortified I wouldn't be even allowed to I would come to dinner. They would yep, have a freak yep. out if I behaved that way.
0: Oh, my gosh. Now, we talked a little bit. You, you mentioned beauty pageant looks, you know, and I want to <laughs> talk about the reunion. Do you have yes. a reunion look picked out already? Or is that something you're going to think about later?
1: Um, we have. We're getting ready for the reunion. I call it the Super Bowl of Housewives. Yeah. This is the big, a very big deal.
0: I much prefer I have, it over is, the actual Super Bowl, too.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, me too. I'm not into sports. Uh, I have my reunion look picked out. Um, Will there spoiler, be pigtails? One, one spoiler alert, I do not think I'm going to rock the pigtails.
0: <sighs> okay, that's that's a scoop.
1: That is a scoop. Spoiler alert, I don't do, yes, that I, I am not going to rock the pigtails.
0: Now, I want to know, did the pigtails, I love them, by the way.
1: Mm. Now, Thank you.
0: Marge Sr., did, yes. did she do the pigtails before you, or did she kind of cop your style a little bit? Who, who was doing the pigtails I first? mean, that
1: bitch always steals my look. Yeah. That's what I tell her. I'm like, Marge, relax. You yeah, know, when I was younger, she would do pigtails. Marge Sr. had a bevy of wigs. She was like a sex kitten extraordinaire, I mean, I grew up in the 70s. She was super glam, always had great hairstyles, but she would always put my hair in pigtails because my hair was long. I'd be complaining, I didn't want to brush it. So I always had pigtails as a little girl. And then when I got older, I gave it up for a while. But then when I put, I put the pigtails back in, people got attached to my pigtails. It's and a new
0: thing, too. I think you'd be stupid not to branding. have them. It's...
1: I don't want to look like every other blonde in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, blondes could start to look alike.
0: You know, uh, by the way, I, it was like a week ago. Did you see that Jessica Simpson picture? She posted yes. in her pigtails. So obviously you started this new trend and it's, it's, and it's catching on.
1: Thank you. There was a big article on about a page six also, grown yeah. women in pigtails. There was yeah. a huge article about it. So and where do you stand on
0: that? Where do you, what do you tell the haters that people say grown women shouldn't wear them?
1: I think <clears throat> I'm, all, I'm all about pigtails. I don't think anybody should tell grown women what to do in general. I think we could have any hair we want. Mm-hmm. Pigtails, no hair, whatever the hell we feel like doing. I don't think a hairstyle... Can define somebody, and I think that everyone's making such a big deal about it. I guess obviously we don't have enough news going on. Yeah. I mean, it's either my pigtails or Harvey Weinstein. Take a pick.
0: Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather the pigtails. Exactly. I love, I love seeing you with your mom. Who your mom reminds me of? Sia, by the way.
1: That's <laughs> I know that little yeah. hair. Like
0: your mom played Marge by Sia. S-
1: S- yes, March senior by Sia. Yes.
0: So uh, you guys work together right? Is she working? Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about your business. So first of all, let's go back a second. When did you start your business? How did you start it? Tell us a little bit about the Macbeth collection, which is your business.
1: Yes. I actually started it in 1999. So I am old Danny and I did a long time ago at my kitchen table with my, um, Housekeeper at the time, which is crazy. Right before the world was about
0: to end, you were like, "Let me get this started."
2: Before, let me
1: get this started. Yes, in 1999, it was at and I started with designing my own prince and parents and we did decoupage on galvanized buckets. It sounds crazy. I sold it to local stores, and our buckets would say flip flops, dog toys, kids' toys. It was just a stylish storage uh, solution that was very utilitarian, but fun. We sold in the Hamptons, we sold to Neiman Marcus, everybody. But I always design my own prints and patterns. Um, The business was very made in the USA. My ex-husband was involved, I had people working for me. But in 2009, we started licensing. So we took our look and and everything that we did. And do you know about licensing at all? We take um, our brand. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's our brand. And we make all different, um, we're contracted to all different companies and they make products. And we get paid on royalties. So what we do is we have a cosmetic bag line. We have apparel. I have office products. We have a luggage line. I have readers. We have every product under the sun, but they're, its actually not made by us, but it's our brand, mm-hmm. and we do the design, and it's sold in mass retailers, and that's how we really got our look. At, we're preppy bohemian.
0: Yeah, this stuff is so cute. I mean, I was on the website, and it's very—it's female friendly, but also very gay friendly.
1: Yes, <laughs> the exactly. Bags are that's so what cute. I'm about—the girls right. and the gays. Because I'm a gay man and a girl's
0: body. Oh my god, I love it. Are you watching Shark Tank? Have you? Do you ever watch that show? I do watch Shark Tank. Did you see Bethany on Shark Tank? Yeah,
1: you know, um, unfortunately, I haven't seen her on Shark Tank, but I'm going to watch it. I you have, have to, to watch
0: it. It's I so have good. to catch up. Would you I'm ever sure do? She's it?
1: Amazing. I would love to do Shark Tank. I have so much going on. Oh my god! If I ever did Shark Tank, I would like <laughs> blow a gasket. I'd be so excited.
0: Now, did you did you have any on camera experience before starting Housewives?
1: I did because I, was, I also do lifestyle expert stuff. I've been on Today Show. I always did Fox 5 with Rosanna Scotto. I would do all TV here on the East Coast to do, you know, like a rock and roll Martha Stewart type of thing, you know, the kookier yeah. version. I would say how to throw a great Thanksgiving, how to throw a party on a budget, best gifts to give. So I'd always do life, lifestyle expert things love it on yeah. tv so that's a lot of fun I just actually did something uh fashion show for Halloween last week I still do that
0: which I think makes it I think you could tell because you seem more comfortable on camera a lot of times I mean I'm a housewife aficionado mm-hmm. and you can tell when a new new housewife is a little bit uncomfortable on camera and you seem very relaxed in yourself which is good yes
1: I think I because I've been doing it for so long and I think I'm just comfortable on my skin I mean listen you guys
0: filtered shower head comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered shower head. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy-filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, my listeners can use code iconic all together one word, at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. This episode is sponsored by Los Angeles Tourism. Now, you all know I'm from the Midwest, but I've lived in California for so long, and I truly do love it here in L.A. There's so much to do. My parents were just in town and said the same thing because we always have something to do when they visit. There's so much good food and drink here. There's lots of pop-ups, rooftop bars, year-round alfresco dining. I love being able to eat outside here all the time, but they really have so many different food options uh, that you can get all the time. Tons of great shopping and fashion. Uh, They just opened up a new shopping center right across the street from where we live and it's just fantastic to be able to walk there. I love that. I love having the sun. I love the attractions, the studios, the lifestyle. You get all the Hollywood pop culture stuff that I certainly love so much. Uh, And also you just get the wonderful weather. It's really a fantastic place. So I want to encourage you all to head to discoverla.com. Again, need more ideas for your next visit? Just head to discoverla.com. Ever since I saw Clueless, I wanted to have the most amazing wardrobe, and that includes all of the clothes inside the wardrobe closet, and that's why I'm excited to talk to you about Quince. Now, Quince has you covered with truly timeless pieces that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all sorts of must-haves. I'm talking... Uh, Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters from $50. I have a blue cashmere crewneck sweater I got from them that I get so many compliments on all the time. I love it. Plus, iconic 100% leather jackets and versatile flow knit The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80%, less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes us savings all over to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. Love that. Makes you feel good about shopping with Quince. Uh, Again, I've gotten a lot of stuff there. Just uh, good quality pieces and a lot of different options if you're looking to upgrade your wardrobe. So indulge in the affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Quince, quinc com slash iconic get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash iconic
1: see me without makeup rollers in my mm-hmm. hair i i could care less but that's what's I, I refreshing to... oh good thank yeah. you
0: No, do you watch any of the other cities
1: i do, i always watch new york
0: uh, i, I have york.
1: to i love new york i, lo- I love beverly hills I have to, but I have, you know, I start binge watching the other ones. New York, I'd watch weekly, but then the other ones I catch up on. I'll, I'll uh, group watch them together. I, obviously, I'll watch Atlanta. So I have to, because I'm very excited that Nene's back.
0: Oh, are you? So do you yes. have a favorite out of all the uh, and the other cities? Who's your favorite? Like, who's well, your favorite in New York?
1: Oh, Dorinda, I mean. Dorinda
0: like, would like, fit uh, great in Jersey, right?
1: Dorinda would fit great in Jersey. Yeah. I, I would love to be with Dorinda.
0: Now who else, who else? do you like? Of course,
1: I'm, I mean you gotta love Erica Jane. I love, uh, I, yeah. I love Erica Jane. She's amazing. I like anybody who has a unique style and and could feel totally comfortable in their own skin and doesn't give a shit what anybody else thinks. Right. No. And and and, so, and Sonia's great as well because she's she's very unique. And then of mm-hmm. course on the that's why I'm excited to have Nene come back just because she'll just say anything. Yeah. And, and be herself and feel comfortable in her own skin.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about I'm excited about Kim coming back too with oh, yeah. Kim's I feel all like ex. they'll unbelievable. be
1: unbelievable.
0: They'll be good together. Have you met any of these these women, you know, in the sort of Bravo club?
1: Well, I met I met Dorinda. I have not I, we were at a party together. I met Sonia that night. I met Ramona briefly. I have not met anybody on Atlanta yet. I yeah. met the Dallas girls, who actually are adorable. Oh, my like, God. I met
0: I am obsessed I was, with Dallas, Margaret. Are You, yeah, you Dallas, need to watch Dallas. Yeah, by the Dallas.
1: way. I forgot to mention the Dallas girls. When I was, a, I met um, Carrie Duber, I met Brandy, and I met Steph Holman.
0: Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed with Dallas right now. It's so good. And I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to get everyone to watch it because I just, I love it. I love Hanlock. Yeah, they're very
1: glamorous. I like I like the very glamorous ones.
0: Yes. I want to get back to your city. Danielle is not a full-time housewife. And I want to mm-hmm. know... <laughs> i want to know why do you know why she's not a full-time housewife i guess it's not I, your decision to make but
1: no i don't know why and i love danielle because we're very good friends yeah. i do, you know, but that doesn't mean you know i think she she should be definitely a full-time housewife she brings she it's her comeback but i i, I don't know if she was too busy when they were deciding to do it but she's just amazing and she's yeah. just she's great tv and people were so anticipating her comeback She's fabulous. Yes, it's time. And she's I'm just obsessed with her.
0: Yeah, I love her, too. She makes great TV.
1: She does make great TV.
0: I know you're not in charge of casting, but just for fun, for shits and giggles. If you were casting New Jersey for next season, who would you get rid of? Who would you keep? Would you keep the cast the same? Would you bring back someone, an old housewife? What would you do?
1: Well, obviously, Danielle would be full time. I think I would keep all of us just because. Even though Siggy and I don't get along. I mean, who am I going to argue with? We have to. Exactly. But I would add somebody else in. I think we could throw one more person in. We could use one more blonde to keep me company.
0: I like that. Maybe I'd like Dorinda to come over there.
1: Yeah, Dorinda would be amazing. I think we have to find one more blonde to be with the Marge.
0: You know, I also, I loved last week when you and Dolores had that sit down. And I'm like, I'm holding on to hope. I want you and Dolores to be friends. I,
1: I, I love, you know, I love my, Del- you know, I love me some Dolores yeah. sometimes. I mean, I just hope that we have a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. You know what I love about New York is the girls could fight and make up mm-hmm. and get back together. And I feel I just want some of our girls to do that. I could have a vicious fight even like with my husband and we're best, you know, we make yeah. up in two seconds. And I think grown women should be able to do that. I'm not a grudge holder.
2: Yeah. You
1: know, New Jersey is a little like Goodfellas—the way, the way <laughs> it's been going. Everybody's just like sticking to their guns and everything else. But I mean, and that's part I of mean, the appeal
0: to it too. I mean, by the way, yeah. it's it's part of the appeal.
1: I mean, Teresa is so compared. She's so great now. She's so Namaste. She's so she's gets everybody together. She's been great.
0: Now, um, when I told some friends and family that you were coming on the podcast, of course, a couple people reached out. One, one of my friends told me My friend Adam He's like You gotta tell her That my boyfriend and I Call each other Soggy flicker Every time we're in a fight <laughs> That's I like little...
1: Listen I'm, I've coined some good phrases I mean That's and great
0: It's good And you're new too So you got, you got some I know I, so good I'm thrilled too. Now my Aunt Chris She Yes I have to read A text message I got from her Okay And it's got a little Question in here But I just I told her I'd do this for her So I gotta do it Of
1: course Aunt Chris we're, we're, Yes whatever From Aunt Chris in to... Ohio Oh, um, I love it. And she'd and- fit in
0: great with you guys. I mean, she would be fantastic on the dress. All right,
1: episode. maybe we have to cast her. Tell it a pack her back.
0: <laughs> I know, she's got a lot of opinions on Siggy, so I just have to say it. I have to okay. read it. Okay, so she says, I find it odd that Siggy, or shall we say Soggy, isn't that pissed off at Teresa for throwing the cake, but has been such a bitch to Margaret. Truthfully, I don't believe Siggy is that hurt by being called Soggy. Get a grip, woman. She's giving menopausal women everywhere a bad name. She was so obnoxious at the t- tasting. I thought she needed to be carted out of there in a straight jacket. I think Siggy is jealous of Margaret's independence. Siggy's, husb- <laughs> Siggy's hubby <laughs> is a wet blanket pissing on her career. Can you tell her that? <laughs> I bet she never thought of it that way. Do you think okay, Siggy's listen,
1: husband is a wet blanket? Aunt Chris has very, very valid points there. I, I love her. She should really come on the show. I think Aunt Chris is amazing. Thank you, Aunt Chris. Yes, Thank- but you'll she'll find out on this coming episode why Siggy finds it so painful to be called soggy. Yeah. Um, So that's, so just give her, you know, spoiler alert. She'll find out on this Wednesday night. But with that said, I agree. She's not so mad at Teresa, but
0: Mm -hmm.
1: she needs Teresa more than she needs the March. I'll leave it at (laughs) that.
0: Thank you you for humoring me. And and hello, Aunt Chris, I do want to ask what's coming up this season. What do we have to look forward to? How many more episodes are left?
1: Um, I, not even sure how many more episodes we have left, if you want the truth. I'm not yeah. even
0: sure. We're like Midway, probably, right?
1: We're probably like Midway. We're probably like Midway. I, I think the season has maybe 13 episodes. I'm not sure. And yeah. then plus reunion episodes, whatever. I know we definitely go into next year.
0: So uh, what, what do we have to look forward to? What's coming up?
1: Um, we're definitely, You watch us going to Milan, which is mm. absolutely crazy. I mean, we suck the life out of Milan. Who could ever suck the life out of Italy? You Can't get wait. to see my 50th birthday party, which is unbelievable, which is fabulous, which is a lot of fun. So you get to see all that. You'll get to see this week. We go on a retreat together, which is very entertaining. Okay. Uh, so you get to see a lot of, but there's, a, we go to the Kim D. Posh Fashion Show.
0: Now, do you know Kim D.?
1: No, I really don't know you Kim just D. just met her I, here. I met her there. Yeah. I only know stories of Kim D. and what I've been told.
0: Yeah. Were you scared and that, and to meet good. Kim D? I would have been scared good. to meet her.
1: <laughs> I was, I was scared. I'm not going to kid you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you see, uh, you, you see, everything you see of her, it's like kind of terrifying and you don't know what's going to come out of her really.
1: Uh, yeah. It's, it's not someone, you know, who I'd want to associate with. She said, I'm not into character assassination and that's not who I want to associate with. I, you could have girl fights, whatever it is. I do not character assassinate anybody. I'm not interested in, in taking people down or ruining people's lives or, or hurting people to the core. That's not what I'm about. So anybody who wants to do that, I really don't want to be friends with.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, Margaret, I have one more thing. We're okay. huge okay. fans of Mariah Carey here. I mean, it's a big gay podcast. So,
1: Yo, I love
0: um, it. so I just yeah. ask everyone, what's, do you have a favorite Mariah Carey song?
1: <laughs> All I want for Christmas is oh, you. Ha- who doesn't one. love when Mariah sings that?
0: Yeah, are you are you uh, already decorated for Christmas yet or?
1: No, I'm not decorated out? for Christmas. But you know what? I did I just want you to know. I did I bought Mariah tickets when I was in Vegas. I took my girls who work for me to see Mariah in Vegas. Oh my God. Everybody was crying in the audience. Every year we you know go see her Christmas special Radio City. I mean, it's crazy.
0: I, love, I mean, we're obsessed. But I also,
1: with her. you know, I was just saying that cuz we're going to go see her Christmas episode, uh, special again, but we also of course I love Hero. It's amazing. Yes. I just love I just love everything. Who doesn't love Mariah?
2: I
0: know. I think she might even be from Jersey. I could be wrong. Is she
1: from? It, she's made from New York. Know. No, I think she's from New York. No, she was born in New York. I think she was born in the Bronx, yeah. possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Orange. I mean, Jesus, these girls. The Bronx <laughs> makes them fabulous, right? I know they it's do. Really crazy. I love it.
0: Well, so, Margaret.
1: Well, I love that we got to speak. I
0: know. I loved it. It was so nice to meet you. I've been following you okay. online, and, and it's just thank been a thrill.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of the season, and you'll I, keep me posted on your thoughts.
0: I will. I oh, will definitely, please.
1: And we'll speak again.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. I, you, I know we'll have, to, we'll have to do maybe like a recap once the season's over or something. Oh,
1: for sure. For sure. And by the way, I love your name, Danny Pellegrino. <laughs> thank one.
0: you. Thank you.
1: What's not to love? Exactly. Okay, and, lo- and hi to Aunt Chris.
0: <laughs> okay, thank you, Margaret. You are the best. Thank you so
1: much. Thanks,
0: Annie. Thank Have you a good so one. much. Bye-bye. Gosh, you guys, wasn't Margaret great? I loved her. She was so nice to me. She gave us some great juicy scoop. She talked a little trash. She reminds me so much, too. I mentioned my Aunt Chris. She reminds me a lot of my Aunt Chris. And just the, the women that I grew up looking at in my family and, and around my family, uh, people in Ohio. So it was just a delight talking to her. And I can't wait to see what's to come. Did it seem like I was kissing her ass a little bit? I mean, I felt like I was maybe a little ass kissy. I didn't mean to be, but I genuinely like her. (laughs) And you know what? Who cares? Who cares? Whatever. But I I wouldn't just kiss anyone's ass. If If I like a housewife, I like a housewife. So I don't know. It was just such a thrill. And you guys, I might be having another housewife coming on very soon. I'm working out the details right now. It's looking like it's going to happen, and it's it's another good one. So any of the good ones I can have on. I mean, I I won't just have any Housewife on. Like, I would never want to have Peggy on. <laughs> like, ever. Peggy's Peggy is not allowed on this podcast. Lydia McLaughlin, not allowed on this podcast. Did you guys watch the OC finale? Ah, <sighs> good riddance. You guys, good fucking riddance. There was, a, at the very end of the episode, you know, they're at their big finale party, Megan's Candle Launch, or whatever the fuck, her, her King King Candle Company or whatever. They were at that launch, and there was a solid 20 seconds, I posted this online, it was a solid 20 seconds of the ladies just in a group staring at each other, and Bravo put some playful music in the background, and we were just staring at these women staring at each other, and they just had completely given up trying to entertain us was like, they sort of tried a little bit throughout the season to entertain us, and then by the end of this finale party, they just all realized, you know what, we're not even going to try anymore. We're just going to stare at each other and let Bravo edit around it. And Bravo, they didn't edit around it. They just kept it in. And so we just got a solid 20 seconds of them just staring at each other, and then the rest of the episode with nothing was going on. The drama was non-existent. I mean, the things they were... Teasing in this episode before the episode aired, they were. It made it seem like something we were gonna get divorce It made it seem like David and Shannon were gonna announce their divorce at this party, and that Kelly and Michael were gonna announce their divorce at this party. And we got none of that. We literally got none of that. We got Peggy and dico being fucking Peggy and Dink, Dinko, dico Lydia, and that Doug we still haven't seen Doug's balls. We've heard all about the balls. They even showed another little clip of his uh, vasectomy situation. And we didn't get to see his balls. I mean, I'm just so sick of that whole cast. I think they need to keep Kelly and Shannon, get rid of everyone else. And I don't even think, you know, a few weeks ago I mentioned I can't wait for the reunion. And now I don't even want the reunion. I think Orange County should keep it. In the words of Ira on Twitter, keep it. Because we don't need a reunion from them. It's been too boring. I'd I'd frankly rather them have reruns of Princesses of Long Island for the next three weeks on Monday nights rerun Dallas, I don't know, something. But Orange County, Good Riddance. this has been just the worst season of Orange County that I could remember. And I hate to be too negative. You guys know I try to be positive about this stuff, but there was not much to be positive about this season of Orange County. It was just horrendous. Peggy was a terrible addition. addition. She was the 100th housewife in history amongst all the franchises, and she was one of the worst. One of the worst. So you guys, I don't know. I'm ready for Orange County to be gone. Focus. We could focus all of our energies now on New Jersey and Atlanta. And I, I mentioned before I'm loving I'm liking New Jersey this season. I really do. Even though Margaret was just on this podcast, I'm not just saying this because she was on it. I think this season has been great, and I think she is a fantastic addition to the franchise. She's unique. She she's ballsy. She's 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 got a good. They got a good housewife with her. So if you're not watching Jersey, please catch up so we can all talk about it. I, I like Jersey. I know some of you, some people don't like Jersey this season, but I'm loving it. I think it's so good. Uh, the only thing I would change is I would want Jacqueline to come back. I think Jersey would have been better if Jacqueline was around because I want to see her interacting with Danielle. I mentioned it with my talk with Margaret, but I want Danielle to be full-time because she makes such great TV. I would like to see what's going on with Danielle's daughters, and I would love to see her interacting with Jacqueline. So that'd be the only thing I would want to change in terms of New Jersey. Now finally, we have Dallas, and this is the last week of Dallas, and I'm devastated. I am so devastated because I've loved Dallas so much. I know you guys are tired of hearing me talk about it, but I've loved Dallas every step of the way this season. It was one of the best seasons in Housewife history. I think we look back on seasons that were were just iconic, and we think of New Jersey season one and season two. We think of Beverly Hills with uh, season one, season two, when they brought Brandy came in and the crutches and they called her a slut pig. I mean, that was an iconic, perfect season. New York, of course, has many a perfect season. I would say uh, season three, which was the dissolution of Jill and Bethany's friendship. I think that was maybe the best season of any housewife. That was also Scary Island. I actually think season three of New York Housewives is the best amongst any franchise. But New York's also given us that season with uh, the past few with Luann and her marriage starting and falling apart with, with the cheating with Bethany, telling her about Tom. I mean, we've gotten some good TV out of New York. And this season of Dallas ranks up with those. It ranks up with all those wonderful seasons. And by the way, if you've never watched the Miami Housewives, they're on Hulu. And I would argue that season two of the Miami Housewives is right on that list as well. It did not get a lot of press. People seemingly didn't like Miami. But season two was fantastic TV. So go back and watch it. If you've never seen it, it's on Hulu. I'd say skip the first season of Miami. It was terrible. But the second season was fantastic. And I think that's what we got with Dallas. They knew the first season was bad, so they stepped it up for the second season. So now I, we all need to get on board so that Dallas doesn't go the way of Miami. Because Miami came back from season two with season three, and season three was downhill. No one watched it. It got canceled. So we really need to make sure we put all of our efforts behind Dallas. We need to tweet about it. We need to talk about it. So Bravo gives them a budget. So Bravo promotes it. And so we keep getting these ladies in our lives because they've had the perfect season. I mean, the things that we've gotten, we got that iconic scene of uh, Leanne Locken, Queen Leanne Locken, before she went in for surgery, where she talks about Carrie Duber's husband getting his dick sucked at the roundup. I mean, that scene alone is worthy in the inclusion of the best scenes of housewife history. But not only that, we also got Leanne smashing the glass. We got Brandy and Stephanie's fractured relationship at the beginning of the season. I mean, let's not forget that. That was some compelling TV. That was some Jill Zarin, Bethany Frankel friendship stuff. I mean, that was I- iconic and wonderful. We've gotten to meet Deandra and her mom, her wonderful mother. And you guys, have I don't know if you've, Seen the picture of Deandra that she posted on Instagram? Please go back and look. Deandra posted this very scantily clad photo, and it was to promote her Facebook live chat. And she's in a negligee, and it's so funny. It's so fun. It's it's so, and it's funny because it's insane. Because you think, why is she promoting her Facebook live this way? And also because we've never seen this side of Deandra. I mean, I think of her as like a very conservative woman. And here she is in a negligee, sitting on a chair, sitting on a stool, looking very seductive to promote her Facebook Live. I mean, it's 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 pretty good. And I'm loving DeAndra. And I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'm liking Cameron. I'm excited for Cameron and DeAndra to come back next season because I think they had great first seasons. And if we've learned anything from studying these housewives, it's that they'll come back even better. We've given them, this is their warm up season. We had a great warm-up season, I mean Cameron had all that wonderful storyline about her pink dog food, which I stand behind. I stand behind that pink dog food. I think it was a great idea, and I think it's doing well it's getting so much press, so all the people everyone's sharing that article about the reviews for Cameron's pink dog food, so you know the, the nation's talking about it. Cameron's got everyone talking <laughs> she's she's on display, if you will, little Melissa Gorga callback so Cameron's had a great First season, and I didn't like Cameron at first, but she I warmed up to her, and now I embrace her ridiculousness. She's on the right side of history, and by the right side of history, I mean the couch that Leanne is sitting on at the reunion. <laughs> That's the right side of history i want I'm going to need Brandy, Stephanie, and Carrie Duber to get on board a little bit with leanne and we need Leanne back. I want the cast to be exactly how it is. I don't want there to be any Dallas changes because I think it's a perfect dynamic. And they've laid the groundwork for us. They've really laid the groundwork. I wouldn't mind a new friend of coming about or potentially a new housewife. What I'd really love is for them to start filming and then halfway through filming the next season, season three, I'd like them to add a housewife. So I don't want someone right off the bat. I want someone halfway through the season so we can can deal with these six women that we have and we could see how their relationships have evolved over the break. And then introduce someone later on. Because sometimes when these shows introduce a new housewife from that first episode, it overshines everything else. And then the storylines all become about introducing that new housewife into the fold. And I want to—I still want to deal with these people as they are. Because I think as they are is perfect TV. So I, I hope there's not any major changes made. I really hope not. And you guys, Leanne Locken is one of the best housewives we've ever gotten. So if you are still, after all this time listening to this podcast and still sleeping on Dallas, please go go download them all, watch them all, pay for them on iTunes if you have to. Do whatever you need to do because this season of Dallas has been flawless. And I stand by that. You know, last week I talked about Married to Medicine. And so many of you reached out and told me that you're loving Married to Medicine too. and So I'm excited and and thrilled that more people are watching than I thought. This week we got a new Doctor's wife was introduced. There were sort of two introduced. There was like two people that were introduced at Toya's birthday party, which was like a cook-off. So we got two new ladies in the mix. We still have no appearance from Mariah. I'm not talking about Mariah Carey. I'm talking about Mariah on Married to Medicine. I'm sure she'll be popping up. She's a producer on the show, so she's never leaving. (laughs) Whether we want her or not, she's not leaving. But Married to Medicine is great. And if you've again, if you haven't gotten on that train, please choo-choo Charlie and (laughs) hop on. Up on board, <laughs> You know, people were telling me that I laugh too much at myself, and that's 100% true. I mean, that's a fair assessment. If you listen to this and you are just thinking, like, why does he keep laughing at himself? And it's for a, a couple reasons. Number one, I'm not talking to anyone else. This is literally me talking to the microphone. So, you know, I don't have anyone to play off of, except for the other voices inside my head. <laughs> so... So, you know, naturally I'm laughing at myself. And, you know, sometimes I think I say something funny. And I stand by that. But, anyway, if you hate it, I apologize. You know, my bad. So I'm going to wrap this up. But I do just want to talk about one last thing. Because I haven't given any other recommendations. I like to leave you guys with some good recommendations of something to watch or to see or to hear or listen to. Which, by the way, I love hearing all of your recommendations. I mean, so many people reach out to me and tell me the things that they're listening to or reading or watching, and it's been wonderful to hear of what you guys like because I can't absorb everything. I mean, I could try my best, but I don't get to everything. But there is a movie that I saw that I just totally fell in love with. It was fantastic, and it's a movie called Patty Cakes. And it's about this female rapper, a white girl rapper it's like it's sort of like an eight mile but about a white girl but it's a little bit it's got a little bit more cork to it i'd say a little bit more heart and bridget everett who's a stand-up comedian she is she's like the mom she's a supporting actress in it and the lead girl's a newcomer and she's so good and it's about you know she's trying to become a rapper and she forms sort of a band i don't want to spoil anything but the music is good. It's uplifting. I don't know how you could watch this movie and just not feel full. Like, I don't know how your heart wouldn't feel full after seeing it. And I don't normally like that Bridget Everett. But after seeing this movie, I'm like, she needs to win an Oscar. I need her to perform uh, her song at the Oscars. She's so good. And the lead, the lead girl as well, she's just wonderful. I mean, I hope she becomes a big star. And I want more people to see this movie. And like I said, there's a little bit more cork in it. So there's some uh, tiny, tiny, tiny little fantasy bits in it, fantasy sequences and stuff. But it's also just gritty and kind of a little indie drama comedy. You'll laugh, you'll cry. I mean, I can't rave about it enough. I loved it so much. Patty Cakes. I put it on, my boyfriend and I put it on late at night, like 11 at night, which is super late for me. I'm in bed at 10 so we put it on really late just sort of as something to kind of have as we fell asleep and both of us were up late finishing it on the edge of the bed on the edge of our seats because it was that good it's just wonderful the mute i downloaded all the whole cd oh, i love it patty cakes it's on itunes i think that's i'm sure it's somewhere else but we watch it on itunes so download it there and let me know if you watch it and you love it and if you don't like it then don't say anything to me at all so i'm gonna let you guys go next week i'm so excited i have an interview with jimmy fowley now if you don't know who jimmy fowley is please go look him up i was gonna air that interview this week but you know i had to i had to get this margaret joseph's interview out it was it was something i just had to give to you guys <laughs> so jimmy will be on next week and he's fantastic he's in the show called uh so long um, boulder city which is about you know in the movie la la land when Emma Stone Her character puts on a one-woman show. Well, Jimmy Fowley recreated that one-woman show. He actually puts on that one-woman show. He fills in all the gaps for us. And he's doing this show. He's been doing it here in LA for months. And it's been such a huge success. Everyone's been raving about it. All these celebrities are going to see it. When I saw it here in LA, Melissa McCarthy was seated in front of me. I mean, all sorts of people have seen it. And now it's moving to New York. So if you're in New York, get tickets. Go to at Jimmy Folly on Twitter. He'll tell you all the information about it. And my interview with him will be next week, so watch La La Land so you're primed and ready. And if you're in New York, buy tickets to Jimmy's show because it's selling out and it's so worth it. It's so funny and ridiculous and hilarious. And Jimmy is just brilliant. And if you don't know who he is, he's done a lot of web stuff. He did a web series called Go Go Boy Interrupted, which I have a little cameo in. And he's just so smart and brilliant and you'll love his show and if you're in new york it's all selling out quick the show's here in la sold out insanely fast and it ran for months and every single one was sold out so if you're in new york you gotta get it now and i can't wait for you guys to hear that so thank you all for listening please find me on instagram and twitter i'm at danny pellegrino on facebook i'm at pellegrino danny and if you can go to itunes write a review tell your friends and i love you all so much for listening thank you guys so much love you
2: But you know what? You know what? So what? Who cares, right, Wendy? We don't care. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares.
0: Icons. Did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanten, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall, who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and All the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, I have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Icons. I'm sure I've mentioned this many a time on the show, but I use DoorDash all the time. And I'm sure so many of you are right there with me. When you need a meal, you hop on DoorDash. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about DoorDash's Dash Pass. It's the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save lots of money, lots of time with every one of your DoorDash orders. So it's really a big saver. With $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on your eligible orders, Dash Pass makes it super easy to save on restaurants or retail items, groceries, all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Because I don't just get my meals. I also get a lot of groceries. You can get, again, retail items, local stuff. Dash Pass too pays for itself in just two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass Gives you special access to exclusive promotions, member only, uh, menu items, uh, all for just $9.99 a month. So get more from your delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. Use code ICONIC24, that's ICONIC24, and get 50% 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for DashPass. Subject to change terms apply. Again, use code ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for DashPass. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time.